Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Mike Tess, one, yeah, see, it wouldn't be like that if it wasn't. No. Go ahead, say it, speaking of yours. Mike Tess, one, two, one, two. See how low you are? Mike Tess, one, two, one, two. Mike, Mike Tess, one, two, one, two. That's not yours. Mike Tess, one, two, one, two. Mic test, one, two, one, two. I, I was just talking louder. Hello, somebody. No, have to. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. I need your energy. I need your energy. This world is killing me. Light it up. If you feel me, I feel. Light it up. If you feel me, I feel. Light it up. If you feel me, I feel. Light it up. If you feel me, I feel. What up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filter becomes extinct, alongside my beautiful co-host. Oh, Lord, you, you. And in, in, in season 12, you still just going to give them your first name? Hell yeah. I'm excited today. We just, first name basis. I'm excited today, tonight. <laughs> we just got off a meeting call. And a it actually, call. a call, uh, what is it? We just got off a conference call for a meeting for a potential um, advertising. There you go. I really like this company mm-hmm. because in the spirit of Black History Month. Hey, come on. Can, do we say the name of the brand? Can we say the name? Or do you want to wait on it? We'll wait on it. But let me tell you how dope this brand is because you should want to know about it. Do you got somebody in prison? Somebody that you can't see? You know, we get busy from time to time. You want to call them. You want to write them. And then sometimes we write it and we forget the letter. Or we don't feel like going to get a damn stamp. Who is licking stamps? Nobody's licking stamps. They make them where they you just peel them off and stick them on. I haven't mailed a letter in a long time. I, so, I actually enjoy writing, writing letters. letters. Well, the, you know what? So this company this is, is great like, for you. Yeah, it is. You should you should be a uh, what is they what they call them when a y'all be writing them nasty letters? letters? Uh, a pen so, pal. Yeah, I was one of those. You before. should be. Yeah, you, and then it got too serious. Yeah, you should. So the company <laughs> basically what they do is you write the letters or you email you write an email mm-hmm. of the letter to the person you're going to send it to it's as easy as texting you text it go ahead and tell it no i'm just saying no go ahead you have the ability to just text what you want to say and it goes to this company and they take and care they of take the deliverable so you text you write a letter you email a letter all you have to do is press send through and this you company can pictures yes like you can that? and they take care of it they cut out the middleman we're going to be talking more about this brand and this advertising opportunity very soon. These good brothers out of Denver, Colorado, or they're working on something. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought this to us like two years ago. They've been working on it. They've been working on the app and getting this shit together. It's and already shout out to the people. And it's already done. So you duck butter motherfuckers who may try and steal it, it's already done. Duck butter. <laughs> it's already done, motherfucker. You can't steal this shit. But I'm excited about it because it's young black men working together mm-hmm. and then they reached out to us mm-hmm. a black business mm-hmm. to help promote this i'm excited about this shit 
Me too. What I was going to say is shout out to the people who come up with the idea and really commit themselves to like and stick it with to it. Fruition. It was two years because ago. Because a lot of times people just expect things to happen overnight. Like you said, we were made aware of it two years ago. I think it's been in creation mm-hmm. for about three years. Mm-hmm. So just from then to now is amazing. And shout out to the homie Zay Stevens for coming up with this. Shout mm-hmm. out to the homie Overton for believing in him. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the homie. Us. Yeah. But and, and shout Enough out to the to homie Bryson. Us. You know, we met Bryson tonight. Shout out to him, man, because these brothers are really putting something together mm-hmm. that can change the culture and take it to another level. And too many times, like I said in the meeting, hell, white folks making money off all these black people in prison mm-hmm. and it's prison reform, you know, people trying to create prison reform for the fucked up shit that we gotta deal with with the judicial system right now mm-hmm. for, you know, locking black men up at quadruple the rate mm-hmm. of pretty much any other race. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a great brand, man. We want to kick this show off. Let me pull up my notes, man. You know, I ain't got Microsoft Word, so I ain't got my notes like I normally have them. First off, let, let's let's reintroduce ourselves. This is season 12. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hope. I got to find that part and put it on there. Oh, God. H to the you OV. I'm only going to put 15 seconds on it, man. They really come after your ass when you yeah, play the whole really. song. They for real about that. Man, look here. I done tried I to put it. out two I done tried I to put two videos I don't know. out. I keep telling you. I don't know why you keep doing that. I'm going to keep doing shut you down every time. Not every time because it's only the big niggas that got the, it's only the big wigs that got. Jay-Z and Jay-Z, Beyonce, Beyonce on, like, Drake. Drake on lock. Like any music, but I just posted something with Pusha T today. I'm like, he ain't worried about no uh, masters and license. And he want to make sure he get his money for his music. But I'm going to tell you like this. If I was an artist, I don't know if I would do that shit. And if I did do it, this is going to sound real. This is real, man. If I did it, I would only charge or block the white folks, man. Oh, wow. I'm dead black ass. You know, I, man, let me say this, man. The best, the, the thing about black people that I will forever love over most white people is that we will call it like we see it and we're going to tell you what it is. A white folks, a white person will not and like you. Not back down. Yeah. A white person will like you and give you every reason in the book that they like you knowing that they don't like you. Mm-hmm. A black person gonna be like, hey, motherfucker, I just don't fuck with you. I don't know why. It could be your energy. It could be the vibe you're bringing around this motherfucker, but I just don't like you. And one thing that I hear about when I'm fucking with black people all the time is black people, especially y'all sisters, it's like y'all motherfuckers conjure up. Something conjures up in y'all and y'all be like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm-mm, I don't know this person, but something ain't right about this person. You did that like a million times when we were in a relationship together. And you were like, you was right about 95% of the time. Which is 100% pretty much. But you were, because even, you know what? (laughs) What you about to do? What you about to do? (laughs) I was about to tell that story about you catching me. Oh, yeah, let's talk about it. But you know what's so funny? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a real motherfucker, man. I'm cool with this shit. So me and you, Mm -hmm. we're not together. Mm-hmm. But we have some of the realest conversations still now with us not being together. Yeah. So we were talking about something. I remember it was one person you you adamantly did not like mm-hmm. that was in my life. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this person is cool, man. Yeah, you went to bat, like real hard. For because the person, per- you know, the person was cool. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, let's be I, real. And I didn't the, have the an issue cool. with the person. What, it was but, just but the, I, the circumstances around very true. that person. It was things, I think, and let's let's put it like this. Let's preface it like this because I think people need to understand if you're smart, you'll read into it. Let's preface it by saying this. It was a rough patch in, a rough patch in our relationship. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, we had been kind of going through shit for yeah. a, a well over a year. Yeah. And we both were trying to figure out, hey, do we stay? Do I stay or do I go? Yeah. 
We were trying to figure that out. Yeah. And this kind of transpired amongst that part Mm -hmm. to where it was like, you know what? I ain't happy. You ain't happy. Mm -hmm. But we both fucked with each other. So we was like, we ain't leaving. We just going to try to figure this shit out because we both come from broken homes. So it's kind of like, let me figure this out. And I've always said, nope, but (laughs) like, like I tell people all the time and I've said it on the podcast before. I would date outside my race. I have dated outside my race. But the one thing I won't do, and some people call me crazy, I will fight for a black woman. Mm -hmm. I will work for a black woman. Yeah, ain't nothing crazy about that. And I will even, depending on if she's good and I'm the one who fucked up, I will chase a black woman. Mm -hmm. One thing I won't do, and it's unfortunate to say but let me just say this. Maybe for most white women, if I found a white woman and I dated her or a Mexican woman and I loved her and I truly loved her and it was real, cool. But in the dating process, I'm not chasing, fighting, or running after no white woman. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. I feel like it's a bunch of hoe-ass niggas that give white women yeah, a lot of unwarranted attention. Like niggas that you can look at and be like, nigga, you ain't holding no black girl hand in, mar- in, in public, exactly. but you holding this white woman hand, you got your hand in the back pocket, and it's mm-hmm. like, this is not Negro behavior. No. This is no. not regular Negro behavior. That may be the name of the podcast. This, this is, is not regular Negro behavior. Okay, okay. The way a lot of these black... Say one more time. This is not... <laughs> Regular Negro behavior. Okay. The thing that gets me sometimes you is just that did a whole veer off from you, the story. But yeah, I, I did, and bring me back because I don't even know what the story is. But I do want to talk to niggas because I always try to talk to black niggas, man. I love my brothers, man. I love connecting with you guys. So we are, to me, in my mind, the cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. We are some of God's chosen people. But this is the thing: the same way y'all out there treating that white woman. If you would treat your motherfucking sister that way, you wouldn't inherit a crazy acting black woman. Because what most of y'all motherfuckers are doing are going out here and you fucking over all the black women and y'all like, oh, they crazy, they crazy. I will never forget having a homeboy. He was like, oh, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife. And I was like, bro, mm-hmm. I know at least eight times you've cheated. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about your wife? Yeah. So getting back to the story, the reason why we brought all of this up, because when I said that, I remember my own indiscretions. Okay. You know, I'm like, like a Bible in here, right? Now. You got a word, what a word at? All right. So you hit me up the other day. We were talking, and we we just kind of, you know, with us not being together, we've dug back into some of our own faults and things that we could have did better, things that we understand clearer now. So yeah. I was like, hey, why were you so whatever about this person? And you was like, you know what? And I told you too. I said if this, if I would have known this when we were together, I said I would have broke up with your ass anyway. Because no, I said that would have been your third time invading my privacy. No, but, but, but it wasn't okay. It's okay. Listen though, it's okay. Anybody who has an iMac or an Apple product, you know, if you set your notifications to whatever, I don't like it. I'm never like this because this gets nigga caught. Mm-hmm. But all your shit pops up across all platforms. Yeah. It that was just information that was readily available. Yeah. Like it was made available to me because I personally don't like to go look. Yeah, you were just using the computer for company business. You were back in the office, you were using the computer, and you got on the computer, and And a text message came through. You read that text message about somebody talking about how they felt around me. We won't get into deep details, but then... As the conversation, you know, this happened. But listen, listen. To was your response? Yeah, I know. That's so, that's the only thing yeah. that matters for the most part of a woman. You could a woman can say a woman that's not like if you saw a woman texting me, a woman can see another woman say, "I want to suck your dick later." If that next text don't say, "Hey, bitch, I'm saved and I ain't married, but I'm planning on marrying the woman I'm with." Stop yeah. texting me, bitch. Yeah. If you ain't saying something like, "Stop texting me," don't send me that shit. 
you pretty much done. Yeah. Even if you, even if a woman says, "I want to suck your dick," and you say, "What you talking about?" Mm-hmm. If your response you, is, "What you, you talking about?" That means yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what happened. Got you caught up. So I I was interested. Uh-huh. You know, things were going on with me and you, and I was interested in some. You know, I was I was in a, I was in a situation where I felt like I wanted to pick up what this girl was putting down. Yeah. And I'm a logical person, so I didn't come at you and be like, "Oh, what the fuck you doing?" Blah blah blah. How many years ago was that? And you just found out about it that I knew. I don't even know why you held it that long. Like, you should have just told me. Nah. We could have just went there. Nah. But I mean, you know, I was wrong because even when you told me, I laughed. And I was like, you a cold motherfucker. And you was like, what you talking about? I was like, because the thing I love about you, I've always tell people, when people cheat, I always say what? I be like, if your man or your woman cheats on you, reevaluate yourself first. Because if you reevaluate yourself first, you will know that you probably had a part in why this person did that. Does it justify it? No, it does not justify it. And I've always said, I told you, I was like, anytime I've done anything wrong, I've always owned up to it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I sent an inappropriate picture Mm -hmm. to this person. I mean, you know. Yeah. I was feeling good that day, you know. Yeah. I mean, my show. Uh, yeah, I know. And I mean, I do. I mean, I'll leave it at that. But yeah. I sent the picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I didn't send a bear dick. Wonder, but, but, yeah. you know. But yeah. when you got weight, no wonder you got people. You talk about me on the podcast. <laughs> Big dick swinging. That's why you got people on other podcasts talking about you mm. got big dick energy, mm. okay? That is weird. Yeah. And then I do have some people hit me up and they be yeah. like, you seem. And I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. Some of y'all women who be in my DMs, y'all be making me sound like I got 12. Well, you out here on the podcast talking about when you got weight. I mean, you done backed me up too. I done oh, said yeah. some things. You be like, hey. I, of course. <laughs> I got that. Anyway, enough about that. Mm-hmm. But the, the good part about it was that you did address it. And I the, the thing that I love about our relationship is you can say anything to me and we will always be able to keep talking. Mm-hmm. But I loved and I respected you because I was like, damn, you know, she could have ate my lunch. You could have came at me like a lot of uh, uh, people say women, but I'm going to say black women. Mm-hmm. You could have came at me like a lot of black women assuming shit. You could have came at me only blaming me like you didn't have a part you know what I'm saying oh, yeah. and like I said even when you told me I was like you know what I was wrong for that that wasn't justified mm-hmm. but I was just like damn this is why black women so uh, the ability to catch anybody cheating or anybody doing anything wrong like black women are so great at it because it's like they can know it and they'll hold that shit for a year that's why when they say nigga did you do this or where were you at? And we the nigga be like, the and if they, it's just like a kid. When you was a kid, your mama knew the answer to but who I ate will the cake. Say, I will say, you cold with it. You you said I'm a cold motherfucker. I am you cold. A cold I'm, motherfucker, because I asked you several questions. I already know I'm cold. And yo, yeah. You ain't gotta tell me I'm not. Yo, right, man, look at her. Let me tell you this. Skating. Let me tell. You. <laughs> Drifting on Roll the memory. <laughs> Bow wow. I was like, damn, that shit sound good. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the fact that I knew the truth, yeah. I would have believed you. Yeah. Just been like. I mean, you know what? Sometimes you got to talk yourself into a corner to get yourself out of the corner. Okay. I don't even know what that meant, but it sounded good. (laughs) So uh, what do we got? What do we got? Let me get back to my stuff. Now, I wanted to talk about this. We we did talk. I forgot who I was talking to. It was D.L. Hughley. You was talking to D.L.? No, no, no. I didn't talk to D.L. Hughley. I fuck with DL. I wish I was talking to a nigga. That mean I would be on another level. But you know what? Let's shoot our shot. Let's hit up DL. Let's see if he'll take a podcast uh, episode this year. And if that shit happens, y'all heard it here first. All you got to do is fucking ask. Mm-hmm. So 
I was listening to some stuff that DL had posted, and then I was watching Blackish. I smoked the blunt last night, and next thing I know, you know, I don't even watch Blackish. No, and don't. it literally, I just turned it on, and Hulu was on. I clicked on it, and I watched it in the float cloud. And as I watched it, they were talking about the episode of having the talk. And uh, Anthony Anderson I was, was talking about the black the black talk. talk or talk. Okay. The black, yeah, the black, because okay. you've probably seen this one. Yeah, I did. And you know, and he was in the office, he was trying to explain it to the white people. Mm-hmm. But the white people weren't understanding why black people have to give their kid the talk about yeah. life and how they're going to be perceived and judged in life. So mm-hmm. what he did is like we always have to do when white people don't understand our side of the story, we automatically, just like everything else, have to step onto their side of the story. Mm-hmm. And then what he did was he flipped it and made it about them and they told their story or their version of the talk that their mm-hmm. parents had gave them and all he was trying to get them to understand is we have the talk our, y'all talk is just about school and yeah. whatever other shit our talks is about how, how to, to live how to stay uh-huh. alive and how to maneuver within being in a white space and uh-huh. a black space what is a white space the whole goddamn world what is a black space on when we're around black people exactly pretty much speaking of the talk i got pulled over the other night you gonna elaborate? And I had to no because I had to. I got pulled over the no, other night, Anthony. No, because I was thinking about it, and it, it reminded me of like because anytime you get pulled over, it automatically goes through your mind like what you have to do. Yeah. So because every got, time I get pulled over, I, I call you immediately, and I'd be like, "Hey." Yeah, we were on the phone when I got pulled over, yeah. but um, yeah, in Plano, leaving. Actually, I was leaving a funeral home. One of my coworkers lost his wife. So what I is Plano? To, one of the whitest places in Texas. Yeah, I know. So I was leaving a funeral home. As soon as I drove off the parking lot, that's when I got pulled over. White, white female officer. And when I was sitting in the parking lot, I was waiting for my other coworkers to arrive. So I had my lights on. I turned them off so they wouldn't be shining the other person's car. But when I got ready to leave, yeah. I forgot that my lights were off. But once I made it to the stoplight, I turned them on. Yeah. So when she pulls me over, I ask her why. She says, oh, I pulled you over because I saw you didn't have your lights on, but I saw you turn them on. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what's the point? She was like, well, do you live around here? Why, bitch? This first question. I said, no. She was like, well, where are you coming from? I said, the funeral home. Mm-hmm. I said, if you, if you watched me. That's two questions. Then you saw where I was coming from. Oh, what were you doing there? Attending a viewing? That's the third question. <laughs> Then she says, uh, have you been drinking tonight? I said, no. She said, do you have any weapons in the car? That's question I five. I no. Jeez. Then she looks in the car. She sees that I have a textbook on my uh, passenger seat. Yeah. She says, oh, so you're in school. Jesus, bitch. <laughs> I said, yes. Where do you go to school? White people. Told her. She said, where is that? Mm. In Dallas. She says, that's where you live? I said, yeah. She's like, let me see your license and insurance. I gave her my ID. So she asked you nine questions before she even asked for your license. I gave her my ID. I said, damn, bitch, you want a date? (laughs) I gave her my ID. I told her I was going to have to pull the insurance up on my phone. So I was letting her know I need to reach for my phone so I can pull up the insurance. She says, okay, so I said, I live at the same address on the license or whatever. She says, well, hmm, I never really heard of that school. And I said, yeah, you probably haven't. You know, it's considered a, a, a HBCU. No, they don't know nothing about that unless they want to try and jump she in. She was like, oh, okay. And then she acted like after she held me up for like 35 minutes, she said, well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you go. Like she did me a favor. I would say, hey, bitch, hit me up on uh, Instagram at No Artesia and follow a bit. You know me now, bitch. I got felt like I was being interviewed. You want to come to dinner? <laughs> I already told you the, the, my last one. Literally, for the people who didn't know, I got pulled over and the nigga, 
I guess cops have um, telepathy, mental telepathy. Because this nigga said, I stopped you because I saw road rage happening. <laughs> I said, what the fuck does... And I'm talking to this nigga just... Oh, I, said, yeah. I said, what the fuck does like, that look like? In my mind, I was like... Calm. I forgot you were on the phone because yeah. I called you. Like, and I told you, I said, hey, I, just got, I was like, I don't know why I just got pulled over, but I got pulled over. <laughs> and he was like, sir, I saw you speed around him. I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck are you talking about? What does road rage look like? He was like... I saw him cut you off. You jumped around him and you jumped back in front of him. I said, that's not what was happening, officer. He was like, we got the dashboard cam that goes back 30 seconds. I said, okay, does that dashboard cam have, what is that shit that Superman got where he can see inside the shit? What is that called? I've been smoking, man. What, what is, is that, that called? Infrared you, vision or something? Infrared vision. Wow. What I think is it's it? cl- what, I feel like I what, got a contact ooh, high because it's smoky ooh, in here. Smoky. Infrared. It's something vision. It ain't night vision. What if you can see through something? That's God infrared damn. vision. That ain't infrared. On, infrared is when you up. got the red dot on the yeah, gun. That, that's the red dot on the gun. That's the infrared laser. That, but yeah, infrared is red. What I'm asking is something that you can Hold see on, through. Oh, wait a minute. Listen, it's bear with us. <laughs> Cause normally on a Tuesday night I'm smoking. Yeah, well, you got my head smoked I'm, I'm literally chilling. What is we talking about again? Superman's vision, where he can see through stuff. What is that? X-ray vision. That's what X- it is. I said, but ele- there is the infrared vision. This, I just looked it up. That's another thing black women to do. People they will justify even their wrongs. <laughs> X-ray vision. So I told See, him, well, we got to get back to the story. Okay, so I told ahead. the guy, I said, even, I said, does the thing have X-ray vision? Because if your camera, dash camera, don't have X-ray vision, then you can't tell me what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I said, officer, what I was doing was looking down at my phone, looking at directions to get to the studio that I am part owner on, that when I go there, I got to get into the left lane because I was looking at my phone. When I looked up, the guy jammed on his brakes. I had to get around and get back in the lane. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was arguing with this nigga like he was a nigga off the street. Uh, yeah. And then I did And didn't. then at the, mm-hmm. at the end, he was like, well, do what you got to do. I did say that. <laughs> but you know what? I felt good talking to him like that. Somebody should talk to these niggas this kind of way. I hadn't done nothing wrong. Well, I had do what you got to do. Give me the fucking ticket if you want to give me the ticket. But we got off the whole thing. The talk was, what does your talk consist of? Well, like, did your mom give you the talk though? Yeah, my mom gave me the talk. She, uh, and then it's also the same talk that I have with my kids. You know, you're basically gonna be feared because of the color of your skin. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't matter that you are a little kid, especially with my son. He's almost as tall as me, but he's only twelve years old. Yeah. So, but yeah. you cover your eyes, and you probably think his name was Johnny. What I said, but they, but no, be, no, there's it, nothing wrong with that. That means I know he just speaks wrong. Okay, with it's just he speaks proper. You know yeah. what I'm saying? My kids get made fun of all the time because they they talk proper. Yeah, they very proper. But speaking of my kids, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to get off the talk because my my baby. Okay, yeah. my baby. Go ahead and tell the story. Thank you. She auditioned today for all the parents who, if you got kids, this is your shining moment. Where y'all give trophies to seven place winners. Go right ahead. Oh, now, honey, my baby ain't no seven place winner. Go my on. baby auditioned today mm-hmm. for the visual arts and choir magnet programs for middle school next year. And mm-hmm. she killed both of her auditions. I, because of my work schedule, I wasn't able to be there. But her father did contact me on video mm-hmm. so I could watch along. I was excited. And she performed and did her visual art for the audition for the art one she had to do a time drawing and the art teachers were like she was the only student that captured what they said in front of her to draw and it was not something basic so my baby is that a school where it's mostly white kids 
It's a mix. I'm just saying, because if they didn't draw, you know, a lot of white kids be having ADD. They'd be like, I can't pay attention, so mom, I need pills it's at five. It's a mix, but it's mostly uh, black and Hispanic students. Good, good. I told you, I didn't know nothing about magnet, charter schools, prep schools, preparatory school, none of that stuff when I was growing up. I'm from the country. Uh, the only thing we auditioned for, for whatever reason, was your roles in Sunday skits and Easter plays and shit. And I always used to wonder why they made us audition for these. They wanted the best kid that could sing because at seven and eight, most kids can't sing. Yeah. Well, my baby. So you don't want a bunch of hollering, but you do have churches who don't have a lot of people in their church to audition. So they stick you with the kid. And when they stick you with the kid, that don't want to do nothing. You get the kid like on the Instagram meme where you say, I hate this church. But the best thing about the choir audition that she did was beyond the singing piece, they actually put a a sheet of music in front of her to read the notes. Uh, She can read music? She read the music. She's an alien. I was like... Where'd she learn music at at 11? She's learning music and she already attends a fine arts elementary school. I'm one of them niggas. And she got it honest because her mom attended... The Arts Academy That's good. in middle school. Okay? The only music notes I can read are music notes. They all read the same to me. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> so. <laughs> what? <laughs> but the talk. I got to talk about the talk for me. Yes. So I'm going to be Did real for me. No, I, I, I actually. you. It's honestly like some people probably get the talk where your parents sit you down. Mm-hmm. I never got the talk. I think being black, you get an ongoing talk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because as a kid, your parents are going to teach you, hey, you can't do this. You need, Mm -hmm. like, think about it. Parents tell us, parents used to always tell us, and somebody will probably finish my sentence when they're listening to the podcast um, don't let the streetlight beat you home. Mm -hmm. Your ass better be home before the streetlight go off. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the reason they said that, we just saw it as you need to be home. Mm -hmm. But as we got older, it was explained to us that they had laws for Mm -hmm. black people that you can't be out. Like in Texarkana, they had a a movie called The Town that said it dreaded sundown. Mm -hmm. But if black people dreaded sundown because if niggas was out in the 50s and 60s and 40s and shit, and I know I mixed up the decades, but 40s, 50s and 60s, but when they were out, they got hung, they got beat, they got, Mm -hmm. you know, lynched, they got castrated, they got put in jail for no reason. So literally, our parents subconsciously were teaching us the same shit. Mm -hmm. So we was getting to talk every goddamn day in bits and pieces. You know what I'm saying? How to eat in front of uh, white folks. Mm -hmm. White folks ain't learning how to eat in front of niggas. Eat, learn, make sure you have your etiquette. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Open the door, whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, when you're at home, they know. Like, we know how we know how to speak. Ebonics is real. Mm-hmm. We say all this jargon and bullshit when we're on the podcast, but when we're at work, it's we're using the biggest words in the dictionary. we conversing with these white folks in our most professional voice. Mm-hmm. Like, we have, we have to live to be two different people. We should all be fucking actors because as oh, black yeah. people, we act in every goddamn day. Yeah. In certain settings. That's why the Nikki Giovanni thing that was circulating over the last two weeks was oh, yes. was so important. Yes, that's very true. What she said. You have terrible feedback today. Yes, yes. No, 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 no. Yes. no. Yeah. Li- oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. one, your that's smoke, very true. like the smoke in this room. Oh, now you high. No, I, I'm not. The windows high, open. But it did make my head hurt for real. You need to eat something. I do. That's why I was over here eating these chips. Now I was thinking about this this week. Why do why do we get nervous when we watch somebody else on television? 
Exactly. Like when, like you know, when you watch American Idol and shit, like you know, we've oh, seen so shit when they sing. But you know, and, and, I, I can never look at the TV screen. That's what I'm saying. And I thought about. I always change the channel. I have to turn it off. No, it's just I like a movie. Like if I think doing. somebody's about to die, fast forward it, or I go to something else. Mm-hmm. But I was sitting up here and I was watching TV when I was high, and I was like, Why am I so embarrassed for this nigga who can't sing? But because. I'm more embarrassed when it's a black person because yes. it's like you feel like you're related to this nigga <laughs> and you're like, yo, my nigga, like you knew you, know you couldn't what sing. Every white person's gonna say about this person. Not to be funny, white folks probably already think that nigga. Can, the the people who are not white folks who don't have uh, eye for talent, they think all niggas can sing in there. Oh yeah. Even a nigga who can't sing, and I won't say his name, but I saw. Remember we went to this wedding uh, proposal a couple years back, oh. and the guy sung. And everybody was like, oh, man, he killed it. And I was just, just like, did away. we hear the same person? Yeah, but those were friends and family, so that's the hype. I'm still going to be real, which I'm going to say, yeah. yo, dope proposal, my nigga. You couldn't have ran it by me? That's you couldn't have ran it by you, me? Sometimes you are like the definition of when keeping it real goes wrong. I can't help that. Yeah, I just don't believe I know. in, like, that's, I know I can't sing. If I, I'm not going to get, like, we went to that poetry thing the other night. Oh God! And that girl that, got up there. Oh I just went to the bathroom to I take a piss break, and when I came out, I so said, "Yo, better. what is all of this shouting going on?" It sounded like a whole. Why life. are people shouting? <laughs> I was like, "What is all?" This? I was like, "Why is this bitch yelling at she the mic?" She got up there and started yelling at the top of her lungs, and I, I thought she was gonna do so well because her boyfriend was there with her, and that's he what I was walked about up to the side of the stage was with video recording camera. her and everything. She must suck good dick because I was like, "You have to give great head in order to support something this bad." I was so embarrassed. I wanted to slide nah. under the table. Slide under there. You saw when I came and sat down, I said, is this the last one we listening to? Yeah, you made me leave, and then we missed the vi- the, the violinist. I don't give a shit. So that bitch had my ears aching. <laughs> but I don't know. I was just thinking that the other day. I was like, why the fuck do I even get embarrassed when people on? When white folks I on, I just, do. when white folks on, I'm like, you knew you, you shouldn't have sung that shit. I be laughing black, my ass But when always. a black person is on, I'm like, I'm yo, like, you going to do this shit to us? <laughs> It's just like when you see a nigga, a black dude boxing a white dude. I don't yeah. know who the boxers are because I'm not a boxing person. If it ain't Pacquiao, I'm going for the black, an, I'm going for the black and person. And then you I'm see, mad. I just saw, I don't know who it was a couple weeks ago. This nigga got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And then I watched the MMA fight and the white dude knocked this black dude the fuck out. And I was like, yeah. my nigga, now they gonna think they can beat us up. Now you are enriching and you are in, in, uh, empowering. empowering these little white boys to think they gonna be able to beat up niggas now. Well, you can't get your ass with on national no. TV. No, no. I would have just said, hey, I'm my toe hurt. Uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to fight tonight. But if he I probably don't... thought, I mean, he really thought he had it. And that's the thing. Niggas, every nigga who fights white dudes, they always think because he a white, I automatically got him. No. no. That's he just like with me. Man, when I'm gonna fight a white dude and when I'm gonna fight a gay dude, two people I'm not underestimating is three people. is midgets, white dudes, <laughs> and gay dudes. I'm not estimating the one, yeah, estimating the white one because white niggas will go to, they will take boxing lessons. Niggas think they can fight. Yeah. They ain't taking no lesson. Uh-uh. You out there just throwing blows and he. White people, pow, pow, pow. and they train like their bodies are art, like they they're running conditioned. every day, they got good cardio, they're breathing. conditioned. That's why niggas got to run. Niggas got to start doing what white folks do in the sense of running, getting the gun. These white folks are training for the apocalypse. We out here thinking because we can jump through a roof and run a 419 that we ain't got to do nothing. Mm-mm. Eating everything Just like you got niggas Coming up to you Black people at the gym Hey man what you taking Nothing I'm oh, just yeah. eating what mama cooking Nigga you big as a horse 
So we got to start training. But I don't estimate no gay dude because a gay dude is still He's a man. Gonna fight you like a man. And I have seen gay dudes go from talking like, hey, baby, to, don't hey, nigga, don't fuck ass. with me, motherfucker. You be like, yo, <laughs> nigga, I thought you was going to be this person. No. And you were this person. No. I want the nigga who was like, hey, yeah, over here. I and want, they done had to fight. Give me two Long Island iced teas with a twist. Uh-huh. I want that person. That same nigga that said, two, give me get, I had the camera on right <laughs> now. Let me get two iced teas with a twist. That's going to be the same nigga to be like, hey, I'll beat your motherfucking ass, whole ass nigga. You're like, yo, nigga, you just sounded like your name was Jeffrey. Now you sound like Earl. When you do that second voice, you remind me of my friend. Shit. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know who, yeah. Because this switch, I'd be like, yo, where that come from? Who that is? Oh, gosh. Who is that? <laughs> but that is just me, man. That is just me. So I wanted to talk about something. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about the struggle of um, actually being attractive. Mm. And I was like, how the fuck is it a struggle when you're an attractive person? But then I was like, that's true. You Just use your own mindset. That, you... I skipped it. I know. I'm confused. I made a mistake. <laughs> Why are you fucking me up? You, I've already let you tell people you caught me sending un- inappropriate texts when no, we was in a relationship. No, you probably that story. I wasn't going to say nothing. But I, I, I think people need to know. You know, people need to know. I'm not perfect. You make mistakes. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? I think people know you're not perfect. You put your shit out on a podcast all the time. You're right. So what was I actually supposed to be talking okay, about? Okay, what you were actually going to say was the negatives of being attractive. You mix two topics. Together. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about that one because we press for time. I want to talk now about another one. I want to press. <laughs> I press for time. They do say that, don't they? They be like, I was gonna be get, up there. I was gonna get a, yeah, I was gonna get another scripture, but we press for time. I'm gonna go ahead and get y'all out of here in the next 15 minutes. <laughs> hour 15. Yeah. The struggle of uh, actually forgiving somebody. Okay. There we go. I don't know what I was listening to, but I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about like actually forgiving people and it made me kind of think about myself mm-hmm. and it's so many times we all are fucking fake sometimes all of us mm-hmm. every white black blue green yellow mm-hmm. big small we all fake because a lot of us at least once we've told somebody no i'm good we've had we've sat down we've had the conversation with them they've apologized to us we've accepted the apology but the whole time we're still like, I ain't fucking with this nigga ever again. Well, and every time you see this different. man or woman, you judge him. It's different types. Yeah. But it's one of those, it, it went to, it was going through the part of just like the struggle to actually forgive somebody. When somebody has truly wronged you, mm-hmm. it's hard to forgive people. And then I think the hardest part about forgiveness is when people don't respond the way we feel they should respond when they're wrong. Yeah. I mean, I tell people all the time, like if, I, if I've ever sat down with you and had an in-depth conversation and I've forgiven you, like, legit, I'm good moving forward. I may not fuck with you the same, mm-hmm. but that's the difference. Just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean you have to, you know, be right back where you were before whatever happened. So I don't think it's it's only as hard as you make But you it. ain't never had that thing, cause I, and this is me. Maybe I'm just a little bit more petty than the most. I mean, I'm petty in my fault, not in my action. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's been times where I've forgiven somebody, but just the way they, when I really when they revealed themselves to me, mm-hmm. they just weren't attractive to me anymore in the friendship setting, you know, setting. Meaning like your personality is like, now that I know who you are, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, ugh. But that's not true forgiveness though, because- That's what that's I'm saying. That's yeah, the that's struggle of it. It's like you said it, but yeah. it's still, 
And, and like that you person said, may have part let it go. That's too. what I'm saying. To where it's something in you, to where it's like maybe they came back and apologized mm-hmm. sooner than you were ready to forgive them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why people be like you're still holding on to something. Mm-hmm. But when I was listening to the podcast, I was like, that is crazy. Sometimes forgiveness is a struggle. Yeah. But I remember times reaching out, or even after forgiving somebody, the follow up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I that think part the follow up be a bit awkward. Yeah. But I think that's important because like me and you got into it. And it's my fault and I apologize. Mm-hmm. And you say you forgive me. And we went from talking every day to like every other day mm-hmm. and maybe once a week. Or maybe you're not returning my calls at all when you yeah. did. And you can't throw that I'm busy shit. Yeah, no. You know, like I've even been on the other side. But it's like when that happens, you start being like, well, I thought we was good. Yeah. I mean. What else I got to do? If I have to, you and know. that's the point. You shouldn't make the other person continuously jump through hoops to prove themselves to you. Like. You just you're just gonna have to give it time. If you say you forgive a person, you forgive a person, and when they reach out, you respond or you reach out and until you build up enough trust again. Yeah, but I just think people need. I do. I th- I I definitely love to see people come together, mm-hmm. like the whole Meek Mill and Drake thing coming together. Oh yeah. Like even just everyday people, like what happened with me and my brother. Not mm-hmm. to be funny, you and my brother. Yeah. You know, other people like I like to see me people and you on a continuous on a basis. Continuous basis. And I almost fo- I thought we weren't gonna do this podcast tonight because I was like, this motherfucker done got on my nerves already before the podcast. Oh yeah, you was on my nerves too. But at the end of the day, I'm not about holding grudges. You've gotten much better with that. So we're able to come and record this episode. I was about to say something else, but I cannot remember. I saw it when it left your mind. It literally left because I was like, yeah, I think I ain't even supposed <laughs> to talk too much about any of these. We probably just wrap this up. It's a Tuesday. I done came. I done saw. I done conquered. I li- Shout out to the listeners who keep me on my P's and Q's. You know, when I post shit and be like, hey, an episode dropping this weekend. When I don't drop that bitch, it's about two or three people I that I have never met in my life. And I love it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's cool to post things of your friends supporting you, mm-hmm. but it's so important to me to post strangers oh, and people yeah. who have just come across the podcast from, you know, wherever they come from for whatever reason. I'm talking to you guys right now. Like, uh, the, the I think it's I Heart Crystal on Instagram, um, the Jarvis guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other guy? Uh, I forgot it was another guy. Um, and then it's Cloth Podcast, mm-hmm. the homie Geechee Luciano over at uh, PMB Podcast. Kevin Haywood. Yeah, it's he like. always in the inbox. Yeah, so it's like all these people, man. Like, we fuck with y'all because yeah. a lot of y'all, when I say or when we talk about putting out an episode and we don't, y'all be like, yo, what episode at? Yeah. Or if we do something like. Um, like, if we don't hit y'all with one for, like, 10 days. Like, normally we don't give y'all go more than a week. But sometimes we'll go a week or two yeah. and we don't even say nothing about it. We just don't do one. But y'all will keep us on our toes and be like, yo, when y'all going to drop another one? And then it's kind of like, yo, we need to go ahead and put one out again. Mm-hmm. So shout out to all the people who actually fuck with us in the inbox on a respectful, um, engaging tip. Um, thanks to all the people who share it and talk about it to other people. Like I said, our numbers have tripled. Yeah. I said double just a couple months ago. But looking at them the other day, they've tripled. And that's mm-hmm. another thing I wanted to tell new podcasters before I get out of here. Don't worry about the numbers. You remember I used to look at the numbers? Oh and I'd be like, how the fuck? You used to drive me crazy looking at them numbers. And I was like, dude. And that's one of the biggest things. Like, when people tell me, when people hit me in the inbox and be like, hey, what can what advice can you give me yeah. for the podcast and whatever? And I was like, do not fucking kill yourself with these motherfucking you read numbers. Back then, when you got so frustrated, you was like, man, I'm about to quit. And then you read an article. I think this one guy. Oh, it was a white dude. Podcast. He did his podcast for eight, eight years, years. And he only had like. A handful of listeners. It wasn't even a hundred listeners yeah. for eight years. Yeah. And then I, he said one year something happened, and now he's over a hundred thousand. Yeah. 
And he was like, I never would have saw this. Literally. And I was like, eight people years. Think, and I was like, oh, shit, he white. It can happen. People think that just because, okay, they have a big following on social media, like everybody's going li- to listen to their podcast. Yeah. That's all not the people on our shit. Yeah, all the people who on our shit. Even, and that's the thing, too, because like people will look at us and they be like, oh, all y'all got is 3,800, but the listens is more. Yeah. It's more. Yeah. But the thing about it is the people who are following us mostly on social media, they are there for the videos. They exactly. are there for the audio visualizers. They are there for the dope videos. They are there for the content in which we post. They are there for your thirst trap pictures that you I don't post those. In. What? That's on my personal page. <laughs> I don't put nothing like that on um, the reality is. And I don't put thirst trap pictures on my personal page. <laughs> So, boy, you out here trying to just ruin my good name. No. Just trying <laughs> just to sully my name. Time. What was the name of this podcast? <laughs> That's not regular nigga behavior. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is what, it's not regular Negro behavior. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Black guys got to straighten the fuck up. Words of advice, man. Uh, for the young guys, a lot of y'all are starting to come into some money. Don't spend it all in one place, man. Tax season. It's tax season. Don't, don't be out here. Don't spend this shit. I was talking to somebody the other day. They said they getting $12,000 back. I said, man, who I got to impregnate? $12,000. If you getting $12,000 back in taxes, I know it's a lot of shit that's going on. First of all, don't create that much debt unless you're starting a business. Second of all, $12,000, that's enough to take it, take a little vacation, spend some time with your family. It's also enough to take and open up a couple of uh, investment accounts, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Get, in the, get into this bear and bull market, get you some, you know, low risk and high risk shit. Put your money somewhere. Mm-hmm. Pay off a bill. There's no way you should have $12,000 and then you got Put credit debt. Put it back. Put that shit back. Like, how the fuck are y'all blowing this but shit? But you got people waiting for this chick so they can go ahead and, and buy, buy some shoes and a car and some rims yeah, and some clothes. You stupid motherfucker. Stop. And then, and then you're gonna be eating noodles again. They're gonna be looking sad and depressed. Yes, waiting for you. You stunt for a whole month only to up, wait. Man. Saying, can they borrow a little change? How? It Why? happens every year. Give me three kids and they say I can come up with twelve, fourteen thousand dollars $14,000. Look at here. I'm putting them little motherfuckers to work. My kids are gonna have kids. And all y'all can stay here. Kids gonna Shit, we're gonna be out here, man. Avoid negative people, man. More advice to the youth. Avoid negative people, man. All that shit when you in high school and you smart than a motherfucker and people cracking jokes and thumping your head and shit because you studying. (laughs) Fuck them, man. (laughs) Fuck them little kids, man. Do your work, my niggas. Do your work. The nerd is the one who's going to be making the money and the money going to get the girls and you'll always be up on the top. Do what you got to do. Plan for a rainy day, man. Yeah. Plan for a rainy day. Put your money back. It's grown people, man. I'm teaching myself still. Save for a rainy day. What is a rainy day? You should have enough in your bank account to where if you lost your job, you can pay all your bills. At least one month. They say three. More than one month. They say three. Yeah. But this is uh, a Trump America. Well, we've been been side hustling for years. That's what I'm saying. But at least a month. Because a month will buy you time to make more money. But they say three months. Three to six. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. So. Up that number a little bit. I mean, that, that's, but that's hard to three to six. That's almost saying you got to have 15 G's. That's tough. When I was unemployed for three years, the only motherfucking reason that I floated for them three years of being unemployed, because God was watching over me and I had enough money saved up from doing shit that God knows mm-hmm. that only Lord knows. Mm-hmm. And that's what I coasted off of. But everybody doesn't have that access. Mm-hmm. 
everybody doesn't have that all the time. That's why I'm saying it's important that people don't just depend on the nine to five. No, you can't. Like, you got to do something on the side. way to get you some multiple streams of income so you'll be good. Because like you said, you know, times are changing. Things are crazy right now. So don't just be like, oh, I got a good job. They pay me every two weeks. I'm okay. satisfied. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm about to get out of here. I just realized that I've talked 10 more minutes. You did. Than I and now to. you're trying to cut me short. Yeah, I am. I'm sorry. But I got to get something to eat. Announcements. We're going to be in Atlanta. There you go again. I'm about for to another that. 10 minutes. No, Come I'm, on, preach. No, I'm getting up out of here right now. I'm straight going through. We'll be in Atlanta. Uh, what is that? February. End of February. The 22nd. The end of February. Okay. <sighs> Excuse me. We'll be in Atlanta. Visiting the homie uh, Bree Agger. Well, I was gonna say my Bailey of Peter Street Station in the City of Ink Tattoos. <laughs> you know, for the black party. So we'll be in Atlanta Baddie for Bougie that. Bougie podcast. So at the end of February, you know, if y'all, you know, if anybody's in Atlanta, they want to work with us, man, hit us up. Email us at info at the reality is that's t h a the reality is dot com t h a the reality is dot com. We'll also be in Austin for South by Southwest. Uh, we'll be working out there doing that. So I look forward the to that. Middle of March. And then we will be. Uh, we will be in D.C., but yes. I'll be speaking on the panel uh, in D.C. with the homie King Naj and going to the PMB podcast with the homie Geechee Luciano yes. at the end of D, uh, March yeah. in D.C. So be on the lookout for that, man. And if there's anybody that y'all want to see on the podcast, man, again, email them. Info at therealityis.com. Tell them to email us. Hit us up with the names and shit or, or shoot the DM up on The Reality Is. Also, man, you can follow me on my personal email at SirRobertPoe.com. We got to get back to doing this shit. This is a lot of shit that we weren't doing and people are I'm asking these questions. I'm just trying to figure out why I couldn't have an extra two minutes to finish my thought for you to come and go another 20. Go on, man. No, it's finish done now. It's done now. Where can they find you at on social media? All across social media and no Artesia. That's K-N-O-W-A-R-T-E-S-I-A. Get them hounds teeth off my uh, carpet. Inhale Courage to Excel Success, man. Y'all be blessed. Oh, yeah. Friday. Two Freaky Friday episodes. Uh, yeah. Two Freaky Friday episodes. We're going to have a homie Darian from Shaver Sessions on the podcast. A deal from the Quad podcast. A from the Quad podcast. Frank uh, Minicon. Pussy Party uh, Podcast. Uh, the, who? Pussy Party Podcast. Who is Pussy Party? Who going to be on there? The girl. Come. What girl? She going to be on the Freaky Friday episode. Oh, so you got somebody else? I didn't know that. So we're going to have a girl. I, I like... I would, please be nasty. Don't come on a Freaky Friday episode tonight. Okay, y'all. It's time to head to the back for the uh, back of the church for a plate. I was about to say, head to the back of where? You staying? No. Hell no. Wow. What's going on? <laughs> I'm about to say something. I'm Not tonight. This nigga trying to fuck up. Fuck me up. <laughs> studio we got the petty party podcast so I yeah. Thought, yeah sorry about that man sorry about that jess
Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.